I literally stood up at one point earlier in this, just told Net that I was going to go take a piss and, you know, just give everybody a heads up. And she said something and I was just like, all right, that's the show. That's that's the intro this week. episode 202 i believe 203 episode 203 of the coast to coast expanded universe podcast show for ears eyes sometimes also your eyes and your eyes maybe your nose one day in the far-flung future Ew. my name is gavril and these are my lovely co-hosts hi <laughs> kevin hello and christopher no one wants to smell you <laughs> no <laughs> It's on the way, motherfuckers. It's it, it's ten years away. We're ten years away from Smellivision. Okay. All right. Yeah. We're ten years away from Smellivision. We're ten years away from being able to regrow my oh, my lost hair. God. I just had a really terrible thought, but for the people who yep. love that show, it'd be really good. No, Christopher, uh, we're not going down whatever, whatever, whatever route. You're fucking. No, I need. I need to. I need to know where the brain just went. Where did the brain go, Chris? He says we're ten years away from smell of vision. The fecophiliacs will love that. Neth, why? Why, Neth? Why? Why? I fucking knew where that. You knew exactly where I was going. I knew where that deranged peanut was going. Okay, and you had to fucking open your mouth. I really didn't think it was going there. I'd be just be glad he didn't. Oh, just be glad he didn't talk about the corpophages. All right. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Jesus Christ, Neth. God oh damn! God. It's like you don't even fucking know him. No, it's true. I Bad. know you, Christopher. Bad. You and I have a thing, okay, buddy? Yeah. All right, we have a thing here. Hello, once again, and welcome to episode 203. Um, how is everybody doing on this lovely first Saturday of December 2023? Oh, ho, ho. I'm just thinking about what ASMR looks like with smell o vision Again, the Fika Fila actually love that. <laughs> Does Amareth just have a foot that she's just like... All right, Kevin... Kevin, no, we're not going down any of those routes today, for fuck's sake. God damn, people. Keep it on topic. I'm trying to fucking get us back on topic, and you we're just are not even on a topic! I know, I'm trying to fucking get us to the goddamn topic! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <sighs> hey, Neff, how was your last two weeks? I don't know any... <laughs> you get called out, because you're the one who didn't fill out any... Fuck! <laughs> Absolutely did not. You haven't hit enter. Did you play any video games? No, I hit enter. There's two things there. There's no, there's nothing nothing there. There's literally nothing. You didn't press enter. No, I did. She's probably on your Kevin. Oh, Kevin. Uh, Because I'm in 202. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oopsies. Fucking Christ. Hey, yeah. All right, Kevin, why don't you tell me about how your week's been? Your last couple weeks been. Sure. Fucking hell. Sure, sure, sure. 
So I played, uh, I started playing more Heroes of the Storm again. I don't know why, but um, dead game. it's like not a dead game anymore since it's got some dead patches game. recently. Um, and it's been fun. The game mode to play is ranked. So I've been playing a lot of ranked in Heroes of the Storm. Um, I actually reinstalled that, Kevin. Okay. All right. Let's, Yay! let's see. Let's play some oh my God. If we get a Heroes game in after this, I'm going to freak. Uh, but yeah, so, and guess what? LB played with me too. Oh, LB played with me. Hey, that's for that's He played heroes with me. Okay, that is that is members only content. That's okay, Kevin. You have to remember to add the with heroes with me. He played heroes with me. There you go. There yeah, you go. Yeah, okay, because without it, he's just jacking you off, and you don't want to talk about that. <laughs> and you don't want to talk about getting jerked off. LB did not jerk me least. off. In public. Yet. In public. In public. That's the important part. Yet. Um, so, yeah, that, that's actually been pretty fun. Um, I got in with this weird group yes, or earlier this week who wanted to play Cho'Gall in, in Ranked. And, like, everyone was hey, like, fine. um... Joe's fine. Joe's like, fine, Okay, Kevin. so they're just like, just play Alex Straza and heal me. I'm like, okay, so I played Alex Straza, and Alex Straza actually does a really good job healing Chogal. Yeah, oh, yeah. be anyway, my Cho. We want our two games. LB I refuses miss- to play Chogal with me, by the way. I will absolutely play Chogal, because remember, that was what, what was it? Was it me and you Danny? Or me, and, me and Danny, yeah, me and Danny. <laughs> Used to play Cho'Gall every time we played Heroes. And it's just like, are, are, is, it, is, is it time to Cho? It's time to Gall. Because I was the Gall to his Cho. I will be your Cho. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so I know uh, what I said. I guess we're getting the band back together. God help us all. Um, and, and I will continue to just watch. <laughs> Neth likes to watch. All right. All right. Damn. As we play, as we play with each other, Neth likes to watch. All right. The one thing that Neth actually played with us was Icarus. Yeah. And we played some Icarus last week and this week. Um, I'm interested to hear when we get to Neth's two weeks how she's been enjoying that. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it's it's uh it's been fun. We in <laughs> in our save we've been like working on collecting in collecting a bunch of stuff so that we can redo the plots for um in our prometheus save yeah, yeah. and uh it's farming. a mega project farming. basically it is basically a mega project is what, what we've taken on um we need something like six to eight thousand iron ore plus yeah it's a lot of resources oh yeah it's very resource intensive but at the end of the day, you're going to have the best thing. And then, you know, you you can ha- you can finally yell at LB enough so that he builds you your uh, greenhouse. Yeah, I'm, we're trying to build a, a massive greenhouse, but we can't even eat all this food. We're just overproducing food, by the way. That's fine. Oh, anyway. well. So Who fucking cares, buddy. Yeah. And then um, there was two Black Friday deals, one for Peacock for like 20 bucks a year. So I bought that and one for Paramount Plus. And uh, Paramount Plus, well, two things. Number one, for Peacock, you can watch SNL, which is fun because we've been watching the YouTube clips and now we can just watch SNL like a normal show. So that's cool. And then two is 
on Paramount Plus, Strange New Worlds, and I watched season two finally. <laughs> um, really good episodes, not just the singing episode. I think we might get into some of that later. Okay. We got to talk about the crossover. Yeah, the crossover <laughs> was a cool one too. And uh, watched The Good Fight, which is another show on Paramount Plus. That's really good. It's like a law lawyer show. You mean so. The Good Wife? No, no, it's a spinoff of the Good Wife. The good, okay, so I've started fight. watching the Good Wife. I'm wait. I'm not going to touch the Good Fight until I finish yeah. the Good Wife. Yeah, I mean they're loosely connected. There's some references, but it's its own. Yeah, show, but Diane's a major. Diane's yeah. a major part of both, and I want to see her progression. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a really fun show. So yeah, they're on season five of that already, and. With Mandy, we watched all of The Golden Bachelor. So Of course you did. Of course yeah. you watched fucking Bachelor. Of and course. I don't I I don't know why no one made this joke, but uh we started calling him Old Dirty Bachelor yesterday. God. <laughs> but yeah. Um the more finale and more the need to purge rises. Every day we drift further and further from God's light, and Kevin's yeah. the reason for it. <laughs> we just dig reality TV shows, and we make I know. fun of them. And that's, I, I, I'm not here to fucking you. shit on you. I, I'm oh. not here to shit on you, Kevin. I actually am kind of here to shit on you, but I apologize for Chris, shitting on you. I forget if it was Peacock or if it was Paramount, but I saw Below Decks is available now. So Please I'm tell me it's on Paramount. I think it's on Paramount. I'll I'll check real quick, but I saw that like almost every season is available now. I also I like, don't have a VPN, so I really hope that it's on the UK one. I know that you've been I'm talking checking. about that show a lot. I love so. Below Deck. It's is the it about the crew? Yes. Okay. Um, Got it. Whatever it is, I don't see that on Paramount currently. Oh, it's going to be on Peacock, and I can't get Peacock over here. Uh. It must yeah. be, yeah, it must be on Peacock then. So, okay. what, how do I sell it to Mandy? Because she's like, she's like, oh, is this a boat show? She yeah, doesn't it's really the drama. It. It's just, say, just, just, just literally say, oh, the drama. <laughs> the drama. Tell her it's about Yacht Rock and okay. the rise and fall of Yacht Rock worldwide. And she'll be all over it, man. I wanted to tell LB2 that Yacht Rock. my, um, my I mean, icon the drama for peacock. Really is, <laughs> Here, I'll show. I'll show you guys my icon for. Um, you can't really see is, it because it's, uh, it's about family. Is yeah, is it about it's Vin Diesel. It's about family. Yeah, yeah. My profile picture is Vin Diesel for peacock. If I remember, I'm double checking now because I, if I remember right, I think my profile pic is Michael Burnham. Yep. Oh, no, should I? No, it's Daddy Pike. Daddy Pike. Chris, should I watch Below Deck or Below Deck Mediterranean? So Below Deck Med is the one I watch. I love okay. Below Deck Med. I love okay. all of them. <laughs> They're all very good. But They're Med all very favorite. good. I... They all have they all have different captains. They all <laughs> Thankfully, my wife and I both hate reality TV, so it's Oh wait, there, there's Captain Below Deck Sandy down is under. A bitch. I love her. Captain Lee retired. I know. There's... Captain Sandy's a bitch, though. I love her. Wait, they also have Down Under, Sailing Yacht, and Adventure. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
All and of which are very good. All of which are entirely their own separate shows. Holy um, crap. I think Gab just killed himself. No, I was adjusting some stuff on my desk. Oh. <laughs> I th- I, I, so I, I, I did a bunch of cleaning in the house because we have a structural engineer coming by on Monday to take a look at things. So I did a bunch of cleaning and I found like most of my dice finally. Oh, I'm still cool. missing I'm still missing some random ones, but these are my purple ones. Which looked black because they're in your hands. Yes. <laughs> well here. Alright, so I should watch Mediterranean first. No, Kevin, it doesn't matter no. which one you watch. Doesn't there's, matter there's which no one you watch. They're, they're, they're entirely they're all independent and completely separate from each other, so it doesn't matter. Right, it's not like it's not like one? once uh, well, yes. crit meds the best. <sighs> People are going to tell you different things. It's subjective, Kevin. It is. It's entirely subjective. You're well, going to watch them, and you're going to be like, "Oh, I don't so, like that captain, but I like this captain, so this one's my favorite." Chris, what's your favorite Kevin, now? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, my suggestion to you: I don't fucking like the show. I don't fucking know about the show. What I would suggest is you watch two episodes of each one, and then decide okay, where fair. what you like. Yeah. Decide, you know what? Or just do what Chris fucking said. I'll Med go with is Chris's a good one to start with. Med is good. Like I like all of them individually. So and so does the spawn. So you know, season one has insane drama on Med, and it's because of one little asshole that just doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Okay. <laughs> all right, I'll try that. Thanks. Thanks for the suggestions. That's all. I'm done. You're trying to remember who that little asshole is now. I'm 100% looking up season one because I'm like, who's he talking about? Uh, Neth, what have you been up to the last couple of weeks? Honestly, not a whole lot. Work has been stupid fucking stressful. Yeah, I have a new prescription because of panic attacks. Um, so I haven't really been playing a lot of games what time i love um if i want to play with other people i've been playing icarus with you guys which i'm having a lot of fun with even though y'all bitch at me because i'm on a controller um and i can't Neth, kill just, the bears Neth, just turn faster kill just turn just fucking turn faster Neth. i i he's like turn faster kill the bear i'm like you can't just do it on a controller just fucking turn it's turn. not on the controller though <laughs> It's not on the controller. Death, death, death. For the love of God, turn. Now, Neth, I'm going <laughs> to fucking, I'm going to plug my controller in and play ne- Icarus with my controller next time. And we're going to see, okay? If you, can, if you can figure out the setting to make me turn faster, 100%, please do, because I have been fucking around with it and I cannot figure it out. I've even All been right. Googling it and I cannot figure it out. Okay, so the problem with Icarus is trying to Google anything for Icarus is useless because the game is so not wildly popular that all the information you find is either wildly out of date or it's just some AI generated well, crap. And, and, and also it's hard to do, like it's hard to be like, oh, I'm going to change the binding from this to this because if you go in and you look at, okay, like if keyword and mouse binding, this is bound to A, this is bound to whatever. You go in and look at the fucking bindings for controller. Everything says unbound, 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 unbound. But then you go into the unbound and you try to change it and it says, oh, this is bound to this. Do you want to change it? I'm like, what? No. 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 <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't want to change that. You said it was unbound. I'm trying, what? It's a hot fucking mess. Yep. So, um, and then other than that, if I haven't really felt like being social, I've been playing Fork Knife. 
But I'm I'm gonna be honest. A lot of a lot of the days this the past two weeks, I've been in bed by eight o'clock because I just have been carrying a really shitty amount of stress. So you do you. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Christopher. What did I put? I can't remember. No, no, I was oh, no, 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 no. What I was saying is, um, give me <laughs> odds or evens. Oh, uh, odds. You are correct with the one. You go. Yay. Uh, okay. So, what about it? Uh, we'll get the first one out of the way that Gav hates. Honkai. Gotcha. <laughs> Bullshit. Fucking gotcha, fucking husbando waifu bullshit. And that's why I get that out of the way first. With the, the fringiest new generation of voice actors. Chris, I have enjoyed Honkai. I love the events that are going on. It's a spooky ghost event that's going on at the moment. It's really fun. It's really chill. Go fuck yourself. They're still doing Annie. Halloween stuff? Yes. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I was like, I need to ask because I'm going to forget to ask. But okay, so I was right. Cool. Um, What else? Uh, I also played Heroes of the Storm. Oh. I've Yeah, I also played a couple of games of Heroes of the Storm on Europe. It was really good fun. It was awesome. It was great to jump back in and play the game. I've missed it so much. Tracer is so fun. What game mode did you play? <laughs> I just played a quick, quick match. Okay. Um, I've done some random league games because mo- I've been in a mobile mood for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, Rail is still super fun and she's still super tanky. And oh my god, please, people, learn how to fucking CS. <laughs> um, Final Fantasy fourteen, lots fourteen, as always, because you know, yeah. Uh, doing my weeklies in retail, and I'm a mage healer on this season of Discovery. Which we'll we'll talk a little bit about seasons of Discovery uh, later what in is, the show. What game is season of Discovery? It is the seasonal mode for Classic. Oh, <laughs> you remember Diablo three seasons, Kevin? Yeah, yeah. It's the same deal. So there's something that changes the season wildly on Classic. They're also uh-huh. doing a. There's also a phased tier, so there's a level cap that's not max level. Okay. So Apparently it's 25. Season, yeah, for Season of Discovery, the max level right now, currently, until they release the next tier, is 25. They've done a bunch of different changes. This stuff we'll talk about later down in the show, okay? Right. I don't want to clutter up. We're, we're 20 minutes in, and we're still talking about our weeks, okay? So the LB not, should which be is fine, Which is fine. It's totally fine. There's, that's not a recrimination or a problem. I'm just stating. You're you're making it a problem. You're making it a problem. Your face is a problem. So so what's the gimmick this season? Is it that you can be a mage healer? Uh, I we will talk about it later right, down fine. the show. <laughs> I'd like to be able to get through this so we can actually get down there and talk about some of the stuff just kind of freeform without having to worry about the 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 housekeeping at the beginning half of the show. Um, housekeeping. Uh, me. Um, I've been playing Icarus. Uh, quite a bit of Icarus, but they'll be in Kevin and Neff. Uh, mostly LB and Kevin, generally. Um, uh, I've been playing a lot of Dota with LB, like I do. Um, I picked up Raft. It was on sale. I've been meaning to pick it up and play it. Um, it's fun. 
I have no problem is with it. it whatsoever. More, is it more like Sons of the Forest or is it more like... It's more like... For, yeah, it's more, I would say definitely more like The Forest. I would say it's definitely more on that vein of The Forest than okay. it is on other things. Um, but there's... At the moment, the way I'm playing, the, way, the, the, the depth I've gone to with the game, I, there's not a lot of combat available to it. So it's not mm -hmm. a combat-focused game at the level that I am playing it currently. Um, okay. Okay. It's very much just sort of like, hey, gather things as you swim through the ocean, uh, as, as you raft through the ocean, build, you know, make yourself stuff so you can start teching up and going further along the tech tree and learning new recipes and it's interesting so are far. you just building on the boat yeah you build on the boat okay your boat is your mobile base basically you can build whatever you want to there's multiple levels you can build you can build it as big as you want you can build it as tall as you want build as small as you want build as short as you want do you ever land on land to you gather can. or is it just yeah, strictly you can. There, there are islands that you can land on if you if you okay. choose um, you have to craft, um, you have to craft anchors for that, but mm, uh, the that anchors are one-time use items. The anchors are one-time use items. So it's like, it, 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 it oh. becomes a, it becomes an issue of like, okay, do I have enough stone to land on all of these islands and make all of these and make a bunch of anchors so I can land on this island chain or something like that? Or is it just like, I don't need to stop at this island. I can get everything I need on the ocean right now. So I'm just going to keep going until I find a more important a bigger looking island so um mm. i'm having fun with it i've been playing that one just kind of casually by myself it. i'm just kind of casually playing that one by myself it's been fun um it's kind of frustrating i did not do any tutorials i didn't read anything about the <laughs> game i just jumped into it i immediately jumped into it um so everything i've done on this game has been completely blind that didn't work um, well with the forest uh was interesting enough uh the only problem is that we chose like the, the fact that you really can't build a permanent base in the forest because you're constantly being attacked yeah. that was the problem with the forest because there's constantly creatures spawning and they would even spawn inside of your base <laughs> yeah that um, did make it frustrating didn't it yeah, so it, 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 that was a matter of we didn't know where the spawn locations were, we didn't know how the patrol pathing worked it was annoying. We we didn't know that it was just like a very huge world and us deciding to build a base in one spot was not mm. how they wanted us to play the game. It was yeah, it was it was more meant to be like you need to be running and gunning a lot of the time and building small bases as you go, small like bolt holes that you could hide in temporarily rather than like a big large functional base. Yeah, because there wasn't really a lot of there. There was no like crafting tables. There wasn't anything you really needed to do like that. <laughs> it's just like, oh no, you need a building that you can sleep in and water care, water collectors to gather things. Mm -hmm. and it's like, oh hey, you come to this base every so often. You gather tree sap. You gather feathers. You gather water and some food. It was, it was like it. a hunter gatherer style kind of thing. Yeah, it sh it was more you were more mobile than anything else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, it's kind of one of the things I've liked about Raft so far. It's, it's very just sort of mobile. Um, Perry and I have been watching. I've she is watching for the first time, and I am rewatching for like the fifth or sixth time. Uh, Futurama. Ooh. We're for almost, the first time. She's never watched. She's it? never seen all the Futurama. Wow. No, she's never okay. seen all the Futurama. Um, 
Cool. So I've I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing originally on Comedy Central. I watched the whole thing on <laughs> Fox. I watched the I rewatched the whole thing on Adult Swim when Adult Swim ran it. Um. Yeah, yeah I I've I've watched Future Wrong, one of my favorite shows of all time. Um. But we are I, I I've done her I've gone done the episodes for the movies rather than doing the movies. I've done them as the episodes. Because each of the movies that they did for season six uh, can be split into four separate episodes. Mm. So we're on the last episode of Into the Wild Green Yonder, which is the last of the movie, the last of the four movies they released. Um, and then after that, we're going to go watch Doctor Who, probably, because the second episode, I think, of the specials is tonight. now out tonight. Yeah. So the first episode is already out. The second episode of the specials is out tonight. And so can we talk about that as well today? I haven't watched them. Oh yeah, I've watched them. Okay, well we'll, no, talk, no. we'll we'll talk about them when you're when you when you. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be them. be next show. Next show we'll talk about them. But yeah, is that um, like a huge thing over there, Chris? Like, is everyone like ready to watch the new special? It's not everyone. <laughs> it's not everyone, but if you're a there's nerd, a, there, you're watching it. There's a certain very passionate fan base that kept Doctor Who running for as long as it did. Okay. Um, and to be honest. The fact that Russell T. Davis is back in charge. And it, with RTD being back in. Now, the only thing that would make me happy, you know, is that they went back to the old BBC cameras they were using, the old BBC film stock they were using. Uh, I'm for... okay with the new cinematography. I think it's I, really cool. I liked the old, like, okay, this is very clearly an early 2000s BBC production. But it's not an early 2000s BBC production. I know, production but it was a certain, there was a certain je ne sais quoi. So, about it, okay. Okay, so I've watched the first one, okay? Mm-hmm. It very much feels like we're back in season four. And that's a good thing. That's exactly what we want. <laughs> okay. That's what a lot of people want. They they want they want that. What was season uh, four? Like, Who was the doctor even? That was David that Tannen was Tennant. That was Tennant because yeah. the doctor. That was thought- Bad Wolf, right? Yeah, Bad Wolf was season one. Yeah. Season no. two was nope. the Daleks. Season, and... season two no. was still Bad Wolf. Season two was Bad Wolf. Wasn't it? Yeah, the first two seasons was Bad Wolf. I thought you just yeah. said it was season four. Okay, no, we're explaining so something. The first two seasons was Bad Wolf, which was Eccleston and then Tenon. Was then Eccleston, season... Tenon, and Rose? Yes. Season three. Martha. Mm, yes. Season, season three, three is Martha. Martha. Season and four is Tenant. And season four is Tana, a tenant and Catherine Tate, which is Doctor and Donna. Yeah, which is what a lot of people loved. They thought that's kind of the seminal run of Doctor Who for yeah. that period of time. Was the was the run of the Donna Doctor Noble Donna. and Donna D- D- Donna Noble and uh, mm-hmm. the Doctor. Because it was it kind of defied a lot of stereotypes because the first three seasons you have this older man or a youngish man and a young woman and they're traveling and there's all this tension is will they won't they is there something going on between the doctor and martha is there something going on between the doctor and rose there absolutely is something going on between the doctor and rose and then suddenly you have this you have catherine tate who is a mature 
grown ass woman who's just like, I'm not here to play games. I just want to go see the stars. This is really cool. I want to go have adventures and have fun. I'm tired of being a boring office worker in London. Doctor, the Doctor Donna arc was the highest point for Nuhu. Also, fucking brutal. The whole goddamn thing was just brutal. Oh my god, it was so dark and brutal. Jesus Christ. Perry, so I, I haven't watched it, but Perry was like, I heard a lot of people saying that the first that the special was bad, and I'm like, I've heard a lot of people say that this is actually an apology to Donna Noble, the character. It is. It is. Yeah, it is uh... <laughs> She's like, oh, I absolutely want to watch it now. She's like, I didn't want Donna to be bad. I didn't want think bad things to happen to Donna. And I was like, yeah, I know. Bad things absolutely happened to Donna. Oh, poor Donna. Who's the current Doctor Who? Um, well, oh, technically, uh, technically, he hasn't aired yet, so he's not the current Doctor. I cannot pronounce the man's name. Neither uh, can I, and I feel terrible about it. I want to say it's in the Gatway. I but think I, that is how you pronounce it's it. Close. I think it's close. I don't believe that's actually how you pronounce the man. But the, so so the current doctor is actually David Tennant. He is the current wow. doctor. They brought David Tennant back. Wow, I didn't know that. Yes, yes that's the whole fourteen. He's the fourteenth doctor. He, he was the eleventh. No, he's the tenth, eleventh. Chris Shutegatwa. Shutegatwa. Okay. Shutegatwa. I keep wanting to pronounce the N in that, and you don't need to pronounce yeah. the N. It's the C that you're pronouncing. Okay. Um, but yes, so David Tennant is the current Doctor. They brought him back uh, with uh, Donna for the with Catherine Tate for the sixtieth uh, specials. Um, and then we will get uh, Kutagawa's run event uh, after that. Yep. Um, when will that start? Is... Next year or twenty twenty five? In probably four or end... five. I want to say it's end of his, 2024. His first episode as lead actor is set to air on 25th December 2023, and the 14th series will screen in 2024. So he he will be in his first episode, which is the it's probably the fourth episode. They're doing four episodes of the specials, right? Yeah, they're doing three with David, and then they're doing one. Uh, there must be doing one with him then. Or, yep. or it's because he appears in the last episode. It's the regeneration. Well, no, Which, just the, the, because the way they word it is as lead actor. Okay, so the problem is, is that they do, they they go and introducing as the doctor, the new yeah. actor. Yeah, because they, they do that whole transition thing. Yes. But. It would still mean that he would still be a lead actor for the episode. It's, 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 it's going to come down oh, to how they, weird. it's going to come down yeah. to how they process that. Um. Um, we'll but see. right now we have David Tennant and Catherine Tate, which is awesome. Yes. 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 Amazing to see which back. a lot of people are actually suggesting is actually possibly some sort of backdoor pilot. There, there has been some scuttlebutt on the internet that it's possibly an out, uh, a backdoor pilot. What do you mean? I'm not. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about uh, the episode. That's fine. No, I, I've I've heard some things, but um, there is there's talk of this potentially being a spinoff show, uh, starring David Tennant, um, not exactly reprising his role as the tenth or the fourteenth strictly, but we'll see. Um, 
Because they've already, it's not like the poor man's already been split at least once. It's not like he's, he, there's an alternate version of him living in another universe. Banging Belly Tyler, uh, Belly Piper. Billy Piper, yes. How many seasons? I was going to go Billy Tyler, mashup rules and Billy in the one name. What was that, Chris? What was that, Kevin? How many seasons do they typically, are they the Doctor for? Is it like so two or three seasons? It varies. Or? It varies on the actor. And it yeah. varies on their... Um, Who they're it varies on, Yeah, it varies showrunner, actor, but also public uh, popularity. Hey. So um, Matt Smith and David Tennant were wildly popular yeah. and they enjoyed doing the work until Smith stopped enjoying doing the work. Um, Tennant just enjoyed doing the work, but he was just like, this is a good place to go. Yeah. Christopher mm -hmm. Eccleston had a lot of very personal issues with Russell T. Davies. Yep. Um, which is why he only did the first season of New yep. Who. So we did um, one, we did three, and then we did three. With Matt. And then we did two. Two was Capaldi. I was like, did, wait, okay, wait. Did Capaldi do two or did he just do one? He did two. We yeah, did two Peter Capaldi. Capaldi. Peter Capaldi. By the way, Eccleston Capaldi is my order right now. Wait, hold on. Did we did we do three with? I think we did three with Capaldi. Capaldi was difficult because he had that. I hate to say it, but the whole season. Even though uh, Bill was a fantastic companion, I think that whole season was just kind of, eh. It didn't feel like a good season. Oh, yeah, so uh, Peter Capaldi did three seasons as well as four specials. I think the biggest problem I've got with Doctor Who right now is the reliance on the specials instead of actually doing fucking seasons. Matt did is three and five specials. Um, I I apologize to both of you. You got Doctor Who people talking. Yeah, I, true. I'm not complaining. I'm I'm I was just looking up on uh, Wikipedia how many David David did three and nine. Yeah. Oh, he did. Well, the thing is, they're also counting the other like the uh, the uh, the new ones. Well, yeah, they're counting the new ones, and they're also counting the the Day of the Doctor specials and things like that, where it's like a bunch of different doctors show up. Which, that... by the way, I, I would like to mention real quick that I saw, um, who is it, the BAFTAs or somebody, did pictures of, of the, doc the modern doctors and included a picture of Eccleston in there. He has a modern doctor. I know, mm -hmm. but he doesn't like doing anything Doctor Who related at all because of his issues that he had with Davies. So... And did that lead to the showrunner leaving and then people stopped liking the show? No, no actually. So, no, it was a case of it was a case of uh, he had done four seasons plus a copious amount of specials mm -hmm. and he had got Doctor Who back into the limelight where he wanted it because he grew up with Doctor Who. He loved Doctor Who. If it wasn't oh, for the showrunner you're talking of, about. Now. Yeah, we're done with okay. showrunner. Um, so and this was David's last season as well. So it was a case of, right, well, this is it for us. We'll bring someone new in to be the new Doctor. We'll give them a fresh showrunner who'll have a fresh take on it. And they'll continue it on. And uh, it don't give me a second, yeah, right? It was. Moffat was fine. I didn't hate Moffat. I didn't hate Moffat's run. Moffat had so, great runs. So Doctor Who has went, the new Who has gone through three eras of of production so we've had 
the the uh, Russell T Davies era with Eccleston and David, mm-hmm. and then we went to the uh, Peter Moffat era with Stephen Matt Moffat. and Stephen Moffat. I keep I always do I'm that. I'm just with gonna him. say, isn't it Stephen? <laughs> I always call him Peter, and I don't know why. And I know it's that because Sherlock. <laughs> It's fine. Um, uh, Moffat's <laughs> era was good. Moffat brought a lot of huge production value, mm-hmm. and he brought it up to a modern sort of modern, very popular shows standing. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't like the fact that he kind of tried to make a lot of things sort of action movie. Yep. There was a lot of kind of action movie sort of sequences, and the and the per episode price ballooned massively. Huge. But a lot of people, a lot of people did view it as very interesting. He did a lot of things where it's like, oh hey, we're gonna branch out of just being in uh, Cornwall and Wales and Sheffield and you know Glasgow. Uh, we're gonna go all over the world, and it's like they did a few, they did a whole arc where they shot in the U.S. And did yep. a whole bunch of other things. So, which was it, a fantastic arc, by the way. The silence arc was fantastic. Everybody, the silence arc it. was beautiful. Oh. They so Moffat and Davies did a very good job of interweaving stories between each other and referencing things that happened. The but problem well, is the next gentleman who appears. Yes. So Moffat, we had Matt and P, uh, Peter Capaldi. Capaldi. Yep. Wait, and who's then... the showrunner? Who's the act? I'm. I'm sorry. I'm. Getting lost. So uh, Moffat is the showrunner. Uh huh. Matt and Peter are the two doctors. Okay. And then we got to the showrunner who almost killed Doctor Who. Chris Chibnall. Chris Chibnall. And here's the thing, and the majority of Doctor Who fans completely agree. Jodie, the first female Doctor. I didn't hate Jodie Whittaker. She did a wonderful job. I think. I think she had okay. Drek given to her as scripts. The material stories. she was given was hot fucking garbage. Yeah. And that was Not due really, to the new showrunner? That was primarily due to the new showrunner. Yes. But okay. the, her actual portrayal and her acting skills as the Doctor, so, phenomenal. She was it's brilliant. Also, it's also really funny because Chibnall is also considered to be one of the better sh- writers so the mm-hmm. thing is, a lot of times what happens is that the showrunners that take over uh, from previous showrunner were a fan favorite writer or a very popular yep. writer on the show. Moffat wrote like so. Russell T Davies wrote a lot Moffitt of the original. Blank. Yeah, uh, Russell T Davies wrote a lot of the original episodes in the first season. He wrote quite a few of them himself, mm-hmm. and then Stephen Moffat wrote some of the best episodes of that of of the Russell T Davies era. And so he was selected as the next showrunner because they felt that he was a good story writer and he would be able to write a good story going forward mm-hmm. and keep things straight. Chris Chibnall was also a writer. He was considered very good as well. I don't remember any of Chris Chibnall's episodes at the top of my head, but um, I think he did Midnight. No, that was that was that was Russell T. Davis era. That was that was that was a Moffat episode. Fuck. <laughs> One second. Uh, Chris Chibnall, I think, was a good writer. So, so he was a writer that got asked to be the showrunner. Yes, yes, they get promoted. But inter- interesting point for, for Kevin, so he's aware. Moffat, the second showrunner, wrote one of the what is widely proclaimed as the best episode of Doctor Who ever. Blink. And that was mm-hmm. a that was a, a Russell T. Davies episode. Moffat wrote it. David Tennant and Firma Adjaman were in it. Mm-hmm. But 
It was the f- one. It was the first Doctor Who episode where the primary characters in the episode was not the Doctor and the companion. They were only in it for a brief ending. Hmm. Interesting. So um, okay, so Chibnall was Torchwood primarily. Chibnall was Ooh. Torchwood. He wrote. Um. Oh, what didn't he? Didn't he write the? He was the head writer and co-producer for it. Yeah, but I think spe- he had a specific hand in the the American spinoff one. He did, I believe. In I think he maybe did. Um, Which, to be fair, out of all the tortured specials, that one was the best. It was amazing. Oh, uh, Chibnall wrote the Hungry Earth and Cold Blood. That was when they introduced Silurians. I like that. Oh yeah, that was a good series. So, so they brought him in because he did some good episodes, and then what happened to his run of the show? Um, he completely re- he decided, you know what? I'm going to completely redesign Doctor Doctor Who canon uh, and make it canon, change it to the way I want it. Yep. Why that? Okay. Yeah, that's a decision. <laughs> um, he, uh, so, not the fucking okay. bull decision. I'm assuming yeah. neither of you care about spoilers. I don't think nah. either of them fucking particularly care about okay. Doctor Who. Anyone who does care about spoilers, stop listening now. And when I put my hands up, listen. No, wait, that's wait. a fucking. <laughs> we're on a podcast, but it's a, yeah. we're recording. It's fine. Okay, give us five minutes. Um, so up ahead a couple minutes. Essentially. The way that Chibnall did it is that the 13, the 13 iterations of the Doctor that we know of are not the, the only iterations of the Doctor, and apparently there is the Doctor is the one person out of all the Time Lords that can shift as many times as they want, and that they were actually thrown out of a portal, and that's how they exist, and the whole of Gallifrey was built up around their existence. So TLDR, there is a thing called the Time Vortex. It is a thing that all Time Lords look into that gives them their magical Time Lord powers. All right. What Chibnall decided was that, oh, hey, yeah, Doctor Who, the character, is actually the Time Vortex itself. Yep, the Timeless Child. TLDR. TLDR. (laughs) The easiest way to explain it is the thing that makes all Time Lords Time Lords is actually the Doctor. Instead of there being multiple Time Lords. Okay, no, no, there's always a lot of... There, there used to be a ton of Time Lords. That doesn't matter. The thing that makes a Time Lord a Time Lord is originally just this sort of force of nature. It is a fundamental force of the universe that makes them what they are. Mm-hmm. All right? Like humans being humans. Yeah. What, Russ, what, what Chibnall decided was that, oh, no, we're going to make the Doctor the personification of that elemental force of nature. Okay. Rather and than how- just being another guy. How did Rather that change things? just being a boy in a box. How did that change things, though? Like, why did people... People didn't like the episodes because of that reason? Well, it, it... it So, there's been a lot of problems with Doctor Who trying to explain how they're going to get past 13. Which they fixed. Yes, which they fixed. They fixed. They, they, they handled that quite beautifully get past with, with River Song and everything Okay, else. so... No, okay, so... Um, oh, shit, we, we're going... We're yeah, going we're going... We're, there's got some fucking rabbit hole that came oh, Um. So, the way that the, the way that Time Wars work, they have 13 regenerations. I would just like to point out that Gab was worried we wouldn't have anything to talk about this All I knew we were going to be able to have things to talk about. I was just worried that we weren't going to be able to talk about anything of substance, and now we're just sitting here, which, Chris, by the way, this is not the first time you and I have gone off on a episode-long tangent about Doctor Who. It is not. Okay, 
I, all, I the all I have to contribute to Doctor Who stuff is I have never seen a full series. I have seen like snippets of episodes. There is only one episode that I have absolutely seen like start to finish and I've seen it multiple times and it makes me cry every fucking time. <laughs> Do you know what the episode We're... is? Yes, Vincent and the Doctor. Oh, that's a good yeah. one. Vincent yeah, and no. the Doctor is fantastic. Oh, I fucking my fucking heart every time. The, the the scene in the museum with Bill uh-huh. Nye just mm-hmm. uh, uh, oh honestly one of the best, best Moffat era episodes mm, ever. Like, it's mm. it's just uh I, I believe he's the greatest painter that's ever lived. Kind of the, the whole like, the whole speech is just yeah. oh it broke my fucking heart. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. Sometimes you can't save everybody. Let me explain to Kevin how Time Lords work. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Time Lords, uh, they live for hundreds of years within a generation. Uh, I think the uh-huh. Doctor, I think by the end of the Christmas special, he was, what, 900? And then everything Nine, reset? 40, 930, or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So. They have 13 regenerations that, that, they, that they can have. So they can regenerate nine times, becoming new individual, comp- new personality, new teeth, new kidneys, everything. They're, literally, they've talked about the, the teeth, okay. the kidneys, they've talked about not being a ginger, all that shit. That's so, the thing. Functionally, right. Time Lords are immortal. Functionally, yes. Functionally. In practice, they are not. They die to natural causes. They die to all sorts of things. They're lobsters. Yes, but they, they, if they live long enough, they will be basically crushed under their own age, essentially. And then they will They're regenerate. Lobsters. They will regenerate at that point in time. Continue, Time, for, pretty much. time Lords are lobsters. Yes, 100%. That's a great way to describe them. Um, so... Every gener- every regen, they can literally change to anything, even change gender. Like we've had male female doctors, we've mm-hmm. had male female masters, yada yada yada. Um, the thing that this change did essentially made it so that the doctor is and the doctor alone, and the doctor alone is literally immortal. Now, the, oh, wow. there's not just there is is functionally immortal, which is how the time lords work, where they can essentially just live for thousands and thousands of years and regen up to thirteen times. The doctor is literally immortal. Okay. They have no limit on regenerations. They have no limit on how many times they can change and fix themselves. So the way it was fixed when in our canon the doctor had 13 cycles was that on a when it was on his last regeneration as matt smith going into capaldi the matt smith doctor was gifted an additional cycle by gallifrey Mm -hmm. they gave him an additional cycle they they opened they what they did was they opened the time vortex and gave him a little bit extra Mm -hmm. so he has 13 new iterations that are possible because of that. And then Chibnall decided Chibnall decided no, that's that's not why. That was just for show to make him think he's still that he's a normal Time Lord. No, he's really the timeless child who can do whatever and just continue to regen constantly. This this ancient legendary figure of of Gallifrey and folklore, of Time Lord folklore and legend. So why did people stop liking the show? Was it because of the story, it was or... the um, pure. It was 
Poor, poor writing, and for hardcore fans, it was a complete There's... disrespect to the canon and the showrunners, showrunners before him. There's a lot of reasons. That's okay. what, those were at least my reasons. There, yes. So absolute chuds were upset because it was a female doctor that was not straight. Which those people can honestly go and fuck themselves. Absolute chuds were pissed off about that. Jodie um, was amazing, and I can't remember the companion's real name. I can't remember what her name is either. Like, but she I was legitimately amazing. remember how butthurt people were when they announced a female doctor, and it was like, it's literally, I don't even watch the show, and I know it's literally lore that this I, is an option. Like, I like fuck? that. I absolutely love that Davies, which a lot of people thought that Davies was not, was like this old sort of like kind of conservative kind of figure comparatively, despite the fact that Davies himself is gay. Yeah, he's, he, he is he's, a married man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, a lot of people kind of viewed him as a more conservative figure. I'm not, I'm not saying he was viewed as a conservative figure. He's viewed as a more conservative figure compared to, say, Chibnall or even Moffat in some regards, because they thought that he would bring Who back to make Who great again, basically. Um, and he, the first thing <laughs> he does is just Did like... we just MAGA Doctor Who? <laughs> yes, they, a lot of people tried. People tried to. People really <laughs> tried to. Um, oh my god, okay. And then he just immediately like windmill slams. Yeah, no, it's like it it's shooting gatwa. We're we're immediately going to a black doctor the first time in history. Well, no, not the first time in history. Um the the what was it? The That's second not, doctor? Yep, yep. Uh, no, so yeah. Oh Chip Oh the the this, this, <laughs> fuck, fuck you, Chip. No. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. She was amazing. She was so fucking good. She was great. I would. I. I they would did a whole radio series. Full season did, for her. They did. They did a radio series for her, right? They did, and it was brilliant. I would have loved an entire season with her. She oh was yeah, so absolutely. Good. Absolutely, it was great. It was great. It's just like, oh shit, this is like, okay, we're gonna retell stories. We're gonna make things different. Okay, we're gonna fucking throw things around. Fuck yeah, let's fucking do this. But unfortunately, that was kind of intimately tied to the the timeless child bullshit. Yeah, that's the annoying. That's the worst thing about it. She was tight. She was tied to the timeless child, but she was so good. Yep. Um, or you can tell we're very passionate. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, how, so what did they decide to do? They brought on some. The original guy to try to they write brought the on show. the guy who brought the show back after twenty some odd years of being on hiatus, basically. And they brought back David Tennant at the same time, or yeah, they did. They did. They affected the most popular. Okay, the most popular Doctor. A the lot of people popular. love. A lot of people love David Tennant. He is wildly popular in the Doctor so, Who fandom. Um, the trio that were at the head of season four, which is the prime time for Doctor Who, are back. Yeah, it's mm. Catherine Tate, David Tennant, Russell T. Davies. Nice. Catherine Tate's so fucking funny. She, Catherine Tate is amazing. Good. She's hilarious. Her, her Lauren character kills me. No, no, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. See, <laughs> like, a lot of people are like, oh, Catherine Tate, the Catherine Tate show is so meh, but, this, but then... You look it's at her serious act. You then you look at her serious acting, like where she's actually playing like a serious person. Don't get me wrong. Donna has has said some of the funniest shit in Doctor Who history, but she is a serious character, and Catherine puts so much love into that character. Mm -hmm. It's it's mm, so fucking good. 
Thanks for explaining that. That's that's insightful. <laughs> Kevin's like, can we change the topic, please? <laughs> no, I I appreciate learning something about that because I did I didn't even know David Tennant had returned to the show. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris uh, Chibnall yes. wrote dinosaurs on a spaceship. That's the one he was known for. Yeah, I love. Okay. That okay. Question, because you guys will know this. There's. There's an episode, no idea what the name is, no idea who the doctor is. Um, really creepy overtones. They're in some kind of library. Kind uh, of. Uh, Silence in the library. Silence in the library. Silence in the library. That episode. I've only seen snippets oh, of that. It's fucking that's a, creepy. It's a two-parter. It's a two-parter. I legitimately just from the clips that I see of that, I'm like, no, we'll never watch and, that and one because uh, uh, fuck you. Christopher, no <laughs> spoilers. No spoilers. I'm yeah. not going to do spoilers. I'm not no, going to do spoilers. Just referencing, just referencing Christopher. No, I know. I know you are, but I'm not going to do spoilers. Don't worry. But that is the first introduction of uh, a major character, the lovely Dr. River Song. She is a... It's, it's the major tie between the Russell T. Davis era mm-hmm. and the Moffat era. Alex Kingston. River, okay. uh, Alex River Kingston. She played the fuck out of that character. He just she enjoys made a, chewing every bit of scenery she's ever in, and that's fine because that's the character. She is just amazing as an actor. Everyone I love loves Alex Kingston. Kingston. Oh, so mind you, Alex Kingston, because that was was that a that was a Donna episode. It was it was a Donna David episode with a I think it was written by Moffat actually. I want to say Silence and Library was Moffat. Yes, um, so. It's interesting because that's like a season four episode ish. Um, Medway, you still see Alex Kingston reprising that role up through um, the end of uh, Moffat's run. Yep, through Capaldi, uh, she reappears during Capaldi several times. Um, yep. You actually get her whole story throughout Moffat's run. So it's one season with David, three seasons with uh, Matt, plus all mm-hmm. the specials, three seasons with Peter, plus all the specials, and that is the entire River Song arc. Yep. You get from start to finish on her run, which is well, fantastic, because you get the... Well. <laughs> you ostensibly get from start to finish on her run. I love that we just looked at each other ostensibly <laughs> there's there's things that could happen okay oh things that God. could happen there alright you're both adorable I love you <laughs> we're trying very hard okay so uh, I'm just gonna say the thing is is that River Song's run is so interesting like the story because you don't know what's going on and then they like very neatly start tying things up towards the end of Moffat's yeah. run during Matt's not even Smith's the run. end it's the met yeah it's the it's the end of Matt's run where they start tying stuff up they start tying things up and it's just like oh this is good this is oh wait wait what holy what? shit this has been eh? in avail- this has eh? been in development for like Five years. It, this is a long-running storyline that they're finally paying off, and it's like, oh, oh, well, that's cute, that's sweet. Oh, oh no, that's not cute. Oh, that's oh, terrible. Oh, oh no, oh, oh no. Vashtanarada. Oh, oh, silence in the library was such a good two-parter. Yep. 
dude, I'm gonna just go back and watch Tom. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can stream it on Discord for you. It's fine. Because you watch it BBC together. iPlayer is the only fucking way to get it in the US, basically, unless you want to buy the episodes. Which I own some of the Doctor Who stuff, and I think I own all of Torchwood in the US. Yeah, I, was, I love Torchwood. I was just going to ask, like, where do I have to go to watch Doctor Who now? Isn't is you there like have a BBC to buy America, it. Something? You have to nope. either buy it or watch or be or VPN yourself to the UK. Yeah. It used to be on a streaming service, right? It did, it did yes. Just... It was on Netflix for a long time. It's not even on Netflix in the UK anymore. It's all BBC iPlayer. It was on Netflix Can for a time period. In uh, you need a VPN if you got a VPN. Oh, we can't even... It's not even, like, syndicated. Oh, yeah, to, BBC uh... iPlayer. Oh. BBC iPlayer is tied to your TV license. Yep. In Canada, it's on Disney+. Plus. There you go. Oh, there you go. Screw go to Disney+. Plus and just be Canadian. Just... Just VPN yourself to Canada. So they're starting. The new stuff will be on Disney Plus in the US. The so, new stuff, as far as I know, is actually going to be in Disney Plus in the UK as well. I'm certain somebody's very upset about that somewhere. Probably. But my I'm not because. Why are my tax dollars going to fucking the. Disney Corporation. Mate, no one, no one wants to. They're they're literally in the, uh, trying to abolish the fucking TV license bullshit. No one wants to pay it. No one. Pay, I, I know. Still, I know, I, I know you've it. explained it to me. I still don't understand it. It's oh, very guess weird. what? It's on HBO Max here. Oh, it's on Max. Okay, that's right. That's right. It's on Max. Yeah, but does, what does it have? Does it matter? Okay, it has, yeah, it does, that's it has, it has the whole thing. It has the whole thing. Okay. That's all that's all of New Who. Can I make a suggestion? It... Family Doctor Who Night. <laughs> I am so down. Chris would love to okay. sit and watch Doctor Who with people. Like book club. Especially people who have never seen it. And, and that, yeah. that includes anybody who is watching and wants to join in. Carrie, I'm looking at you because you're clearly apparently very excited about this conversation, so you don't join in. But I 100 percent we sit you, and we we sit and we do Doctor Who Family Night. The problem I have is that I can't sit there and go like, "Oh, face of Bo, blank, 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 blank." I I would have problems not no, doing you'd that have, the whole way through. You would have, have problems not saying things. Just mute your mic. Like we know who the face of Bo is. You guys don't. Yeah, we know who River Song actually is. You guys yep. don't. It, 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 but it's it's nice to be able to like go back and experience something for the first time again for somebody. Yeah, you know it, it, it's really cool. Um, but yes, um, but no, Christopher, I will tell you, it's at this point, it's now Eccleston and then Capaldi in that order um, with Tenet, Eccleston, Capaldi, Tenet, because I like the pathos they brought to the character. Let's see, I Matt Capaldi. David uh, Jody Eccleston. I didn't like the, Eccleston. I know. It's latest, like, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. The latest that we have on HBO is season 13, but that's not the latest one, right? Uh, what's the last episode of season? What's the first episode of season 13? Um, no, chapter one, correct. the Halloween apocalypse. No, that's right. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, that's, that's correct. right. Yeah, uh, because they, we haven't had an actual season of Doctor Who. In a couple of years. In a couple of years. It's been specials, and that's it. Now, don't get me wrong. The last special that, that, that Jodie did, where she regenerated, 
so good. I love I don't that woman. She the is so good. You actually, yeah, you, you, you actually, well, you might, no, you actually, that's the problem. Is that the specials are a separate deal because I couldn't get the specials. Wait, wait, it's on no, Netflix wait. originally. The last episode, it has there. It's a spring special, twenty twenty two, and then the centennial. No, the centennial is the centurion specials. Yeah, centurion, that's the regeneration yeah. series. So, and then mm-hmm. everything after that is the new stuff that is the new specials that are currently running that are on uh, Disney Plus now. Okay. So you have everything on Max up to the most current stuff. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So. Just saying. I'm dying family for night. I would love a Doctor Who family night. Well, I'd, 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 I'd show up. I don't. I wouldn't mind doing it. Uh, it's something. So yeah, let's 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 figure that out because yep. I know Perry would love to rewatch Doctor Who. We haven't watched it in a while, so because I had forgotten that it was on Max for the longest time. So for the longest time, it could have just been put on there. I have no idea oh. when they put it on. No, there. it's been a while. It's been a while. I remember Max bought the rights to the U.S. distribution when it was still Smart. HBO Go. I think uh, when it was actually, HBO you've just Go. reminded me. I need to go and double check what time that actually goes live on BBC iPlayer so I can watch it. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> um, so uh, let's go ahead and get into feedback. Forever nothing. We had countries listening: Vietnam, These Russian are Federation. Here. Germany, Mexico, and Kazakhstan. 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 Where? Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Okay, thanks. So that's fine. No, that's fine. That's it's it's a legitimate thing. You don't know how to pronounce the country name. It's Kazakhstan. So what encourages bullshit? <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm a very gentle person when it comes to teaching people things, Christopher. And I'm an asshole. I know. Unless you you're are. playing Dota. Unless I'm playing Dota, and then yeah, no, fuck you. You better fucking learn faster, asshole. <laughs> learn how what to CS, whatever doing? that means. Learn to fucking CS, you piece of shit. Wait, did you just say what does CS mean? Yeah. Can we purge him? He doesn't have experience. He doesn't have the same experience playing MOBAs that you do. Okay, Chris. That's not what I asked. What's a, a CS? What's a CS? Can there I you go. can we purge him? Is what I asked. No, you are not allowed to purge Kevin. You're no fun. So, Kevin, CS. CS is a very dumb way of referring to killing minions, like the little creatures that automatically spawn and run down uh-huh. lanes. Yeah. Because it's short for creep score. Okay. Oh, yeah, we don't have that in Heroes. Also, Chris, he's not your dad. <laughs> I ain't your fucking dad. I don't give a shit. <laughs> You Are you saying that he too. should purge me? <laughs> I'm, I'm saying... not his dad. I'm not his dad. I can't tell him what to whoa, do in his life. Whoa, okay. I'm just okay, saying no. it's his decision. <laughs> I see how it is. And LB brings up the very pertinent point. Imagine playing League of Legends and having trouble CSing. Right? <laughs> you don't have to worry about denials. <laughs> oh my god. Um, ver- yeah. Mick, 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 
is your country name for the week. Oh, uh, you're trying to, okay. Vrfgmik. I thought you might have been having a stroke. <laughs> um, I think Kevin has my personal information and knows how to find me. So if anything ever did I happen, I have an address, Kevin, so we'll we'll just, you know, I guess I could find, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you could. You have my address, so you could call and be like, "Hey, emergency can you direct me to? Can yeah. you direct me to the emergency services in Houston, Texas?" I mean, we could just have Perry's number, but you know, that wouldn't. How yeah. is that going to solve anything? How is her having? How is having her number going to solve anything? If I have an emergency on stream, you should because call can, the. Then we can call Perry, or we, we can, can text we can her Perry. and say, yeah. "Purge him! Purge him! Purge him!" Yes. And we can yes, say, trying to work. call the hospital because he's having a stroke. That's not what you, you don't call the hospital. What the fuck is wrong with you? Call the ambulance and get them out there to uh, get going. Oh purge him. <laughs> I'll purge both of you. Oh, but Absolutely. I didn't do anything. It, 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 Carrie in, in chat is right. He has got the actual American response to having an emergency. Call an Uber. Call an Uber. <laughs> don't, don't call an ambulance. Call an Uber. Yeah, don't call an ambulance. That's going to be unless fucking, you're bleeding. Unless you're random. bleeding. Unless you're bleeding profusely, in which case the Uber won't take you. So you got to call a lift at that point. Yeah, but how do I know if they're willing to break the law? And it's not some hey, old left guy. Will take you. And that's a joke. It's a, it's a joke, Christopher. Lift that lift is the lesser of the two. Yeah, okay. but I can also. I like lift happens. better. Some people do like lift better. But yeah, fuck ambulances. I I will I say very... I do have both left and Uber installed for when I'm in the states. So the funny thing is, is that I. I was in charge of helping pick out our company insurance policy. I purposefully picked one that had really good ambulance rates. Okay. Nice. Uh, because I was the one that goes like, they were like, just pick a plan that you're happy with and we'll go ahead and fund it. I was like, okay. I went through it. I did the research. It's like, okay, $500 max out of pocket for an ambulance ride. Fuck yeah. Let's go. $500 at out of pocket. Sorry, what yeah. now? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you oh fucking God. idiots! Do you not realize how much an ambulance ride in the U.S. costs? This is this I is. Know it's like <laughs> I know it's like two thousand five hundred for like an ambulance call out. Oh my God, who's got this one on their bingo card? <laughs> Let's see, ambulance I... ride costs. Chris and Neff get outraged about American healthcare. I... So Before who, the vote in Houston going? in March of 2019, the cost of service was $1,076 per ride. That price will now rise to $1,826 yeah. per ride, an increase of almost 70%. Yeah. That was five years ago, almost. Yeah, so when I actually, I passed out on the toilet once and had to get, or I called Sorry. an ambulance. It cost me nearly $2,000. <laughs> Uh huh. To get driven less than five miles to the hospital. <clears throat> yeah. It's yeah. free now, now, here. Now, Carrie <laughs> says that's a PlayStation 5. But the problem is, is that if I could only pay 500 out of pocket to take an ambulance, I'll take it. That's such a savings comparatively. It's <sighs> free here. Yeah. 
Dude. Uh, insert Donald Glover gif here. This is America. <laughs> All right. Um, if anyone has bingo, I'm please email the show and I'll get you your prize. <laughs> I'm never living in America. Right? And yet Americans are like, oh, everybody wants to live here. Fuck no. Nah. Actually, they do. That's the... <sighs> There's there's a weird death cult associated with capitalism that just takes you here and then you fucking get you get here and you're just like, you know what? Insurance is overrated. Public funded health care is overrated. Mm -hmm. There's the only first world country that does not have universal health care. Yep. Uh. Yep. Yeah, you are. That's because somebody figured out how to make money off of it. And yep. that's, you know, capitalism. Let's make some money. Yep. Now, don't get me wrong. I will give the NHS as much shit as it deserves because it's not a perfect system. So Chris used the, the carry. Chris used the very, uh, the very loaded phrase first world nation. So. Isn't he it did, called primary did, nation now? No. Um, a lot of people view the designate. So, okay, so the problem is first, second, and third world countries are designations that were developed during the Cold War to basically other countries. Mm -hmm. Is to other the population of other countries and to, and to set up a strict hierarchy of who was dominant over another country. They're not useful metrics is the problem because America, the United States of America is considered a first world country, but there's a lot of people that are very rapidly saying that we are a failing nation state. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, let's be honest. You, you guys we go down for taking y'all with us. No, you're not. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, will. you're not. We're part you're of the Commonwealth. You're part of the Commonwealth. So, <laughs> Ma'am, I hate I hate to tell you, but your economy is so intimately tied with ours that if we go down, we're taking you and Mexico with us. Yeah. We're part of the Commonwealth. <laughs> She's not I, wrong about the Commonwealth though. The oh, I know. Do, the, not the Queen. Jesus Christ. The king will um just bail her out. Yep, we're part of the Commonwealth. You guys may think that you will take us down with you, but you will not no, because Neth, the Commonwealth I, I, countries stick together. <laughs> you say that. No, Neth, and I'm being very serious here. You say that if the U.S. failed in a in not even in a catastrophic way, if the U.S. economy falls apart or the U.S. itself falls apart, we will 100 percent take probably 60% of the Northern Hemisphere with us. And I'm saying that absolutely deadpan serious. If the U.S. falls economically, the Northern Hemisphere is very well and truly fucked, at least for a period of time. And, and, and I don't mean to be like, it's like suddenly like t bringing everything down, but it's like... <clears throat> If that happens, it's going to be I'm not, catastrophic. Okay, I'm, I'm not saying that there wouldn't be an effect. I'm just saying the fact that we're Commonwealth is going to end up working to our favor. It will work in your favor, but the problem is you have to remember that how much of your economy has been 
outsourced to the rest of the world, especially in the global south. All right. So how much of your you all are a very small country comparatively, 30 billion mm. people, you know. Um, how much of your manufacturing and your raw production outside of timber and minerals is done outside of country? Timber, minerals, and oil. You all produce that. All right. Where is the market? Where is the market? Where is the market that those products go to? The United States. The vast majority of the time, your oil, your minerals, and your timber ends up in the U.S. What happens if the U.S. is suddenly unable to pay its debts, unable to pay its bills, and cuts off all outside spending? Uh, this is because somebody was just like, ah, it's the Commonwealth, we'll be fine. No, if the U.S. falls, like, economically, if the U.S. falls, it is devastating. It is worldwide recession, worldwide depression, currency falls you suddenly have geopolitical instability geopolitical instability leads to war war leads to death and destruction war leads to dumb people with a lot more power getting into power may i feel like we're already there oh we're very close yeah we are we are <laughs> on the cusp of some really bad things happening and i'm not going to get too deep into this everybody knows generally where i stand with the world and the Powers that I do not respect in this world, especially the U.S. Um, <coughs> it is a scary time. Um, like, this is not a time to, you know, <laughs> be bringing children into this world and things of that nature. <laughs> so how about that bungee starter pack? What the fuck, guys? I still what maintain we should all buy property in Canada, in the bush, and just build, build our own fucking little community. <laughs> Yes, we'll call bush. it Oneida. We'll call it Oneida. It'll be fine. No, we Rono. just start our own survival game in real life. <laughs> yes, because that's how that works. Yeah, just, you know, bring your Icarus starter pack. You can bring, like, a knife and a and an axe. And then we just let LB build the house. And then, I mean, um, honestly, a knife and an axe is really all you need at the end of the day. And a hammer. And then LB can build the house. Gavril oh, can yeah, hunt the food. Axe is, an axe is a hammer. Kevin. I'll, st I'll start the farm. And then, <laughs> you know, Chris, I don't know what Chris is going to do. He can he can decorate. I think I think that I think. Wow. Okay, so, is that because I'm a gun? <laughs> all right. So. But I, you I, actually I, do I, like decorating like your, your, your 14 house. For the end of this conversation, what I will say is that this is a dangerous time, but it is not as bad as people, as some folks are saying. It's not as good as some folks are saying. I, have would, lived, I, I want to purge. We have lived our entire life, our, the lot of us, have lived our entire lives under the threat of nuclear annihilation. We have lived under the threat of war, economic unrest. We have lived under unprecedented times. I hate that word. We have, as always, an opportunity to change those unprecedented times and to make those times less shitty. All right? 
Regrettably, the U.S. has a lot of problems doing that because of the way our political systems are set up. But there is a there's always a chance. There is always a bit of a bright spot at the end of the at the end of the tunnel, except for climate change. Climate change is real. We're all going to fucking die from climate change. So just, you know, that's 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 um, that one we don't really get out of everything else, though. We can totally do something about the end. I found our property. <laughs> I want to purge. No one will be able to get us in a purge at this property. It's flying only. Good God, why? Do you know fly how hard it would be to run fiber out to a fly-in only property? To what? To run a fiber to a fly-in only property. You run satellite internet. Hello. <laughs> yeah, no, it's got to have good internet. No, um, ma'am. No, no. no okay, so... So not fly in fine. I will look again. Just a sec. Yeah. No, no, Carrie. We don't Starlink, do Starlink yeah. either. We don't support Elon. We, we don't know. We do not support Elon Musk <laughs> in this house. <laughs> by God. That. We'll wait until <sighs> Rogers or whoever. Echo Star or whatever. Telnet. Get Telnet up there. It's fine. Whatever Cox. kind of satellite something. <laughs> There's no Cox up there. We just need an all-powerful being to show up and just shout at the planet saying, I will turn this planet around if you don't get your shit together. That's what we need. <laughs> Dr. Well, the, Dr. There, there has been was no. not a figure to be admiring. <laughs> I mean, I've seen some theories that the aliens have been here and they were just like, fuck this shit, you guys are killing yourself. Fuck this shit, <laughs> i just out. turn around. Hmm. <laughs> Or like I think coming Manhattan to children and saying you guys got to get their shit together, and then just left. I think I think Doctor Manhattan is a perfectly reasonable figure to admire. <laughs> I mean, if, should not be your goal. That's Elon's goal, not yours. Like, let, let's say one of our satellites saw a civilization that was destroying itself. Wouldn't we just be like, I'm just gonna turn around and, uh, you know? Wouldn't we do yeah. that? I uh, here's the thing I'm I am very much in the thought that I would uh, if aliens landed on this planet I am 100% confident we would go down the fucking um that go down that dark timeline where we kill the aliens and take their ship I 100% think mm-hmm. we'll go down that timeline yeah they'd be on a table I mean getting, let's know. be honest if aliens could actually get here we don't have an we don't have a chance in hell of being able to kill them they're going to fucking destroy us before we even have yeah, that option but like, have, you seen, have you seen like first contact star trek first contact mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they reshot that scene where uh, for the mirror universe where instead of shaking the vulcan's hand he just pulled a shotgun out of his <laughs> out of his uh, coat and blew it blew, blew in his chest. James Cromwell pulling a shotgun, <coughs> pulling a sawed-off shotgun out from under his coat and blasting a hole in a Vulcan is yep. great. It was that, great. They, they, they reshot that for the mirror universe. I am telling you right now, when it comes to if we ever meet aliens, we are going down the mirror universe timeline. Probably, yeah. Uh, oh, it was great. Anywho. Could you live without internet if it's got a really good fishing and hunting 
option? No. Okay, <laughs> it depends. It depends, okay? I'm saying no. Okay, so Christopher, it depends on if this is an apocalypse scenario or not. Oh, uh, if it's an apocalypse scenario, sure. Wait, does Amazon ship there? <laughs> That's important. <laughs> if it's an apocalypse situation, do you think Amazon still is shipping anywhere? <laughs> yes, it's Amazon. Sure. They need that Amazon drone service up, though. However, this this new one that I'm looking at is attached to a rail line. Okay. 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 There you go. There oh you yeah. Go. It, it's it's also fly in, and it's on a oh. it's on a major lake. But there's also a rail line that stops at the lodge. I'll rail Gav's line. I don't know. And it can has do the train. I'll I'll give Walleye you a pike, star rail. white fish and perch. And a strong moose population. Uh, no, I'm fine. Because if Gav's note goes near a moose, he'll start fucking it. Uh, no, because I know that moose are fucking dangerous as shit. Well, yes, you leave them alone unless you're going to shoot and eat them. Yeah, you <laughs> just them if you're Gav. use that method where you do an Icarus, where you just sidestep to the <laughs> side and let it run by you. Kevin, Kevin, okay, I think you misunderstand functionally how large moose are. Um, Kevin, if a if a semi truck hits a moose, the semi truck doesn't always win. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, they can be <laughs> what is it? Eight feet at the shoulder. Eight foot. Um, I think it's like seven to eight feet at the shoulder. Sometimes the largest bulls. I think that's. I think that's small. Actually, I think it might be closer to ten. Uh, the largest member of the deer family, an adult bull moose, can be six at the shoulder and weigh almost, almost a ton. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. On average, an adult moose stands between four foot seven and six foot eleven at the shoulder. And then you six have the head and the giant antlers. Guys, yeah. this episode has been us talking shit for how long? That's okay. It's, it's, oh, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, let's be it's, honest, all um, of our other episodes are us talking shit about random things. <laughs> yeah. It's about time. Um, it's about time. So, Kevin, you need to understand something. I have a six-foot arm span, okay? I am six-foot-two, and I have an over-six-foot arm span, okay? A large adult bull moose has an antler size wider than my arm spread. Wow. Their heads are... Top of my head to my waistline. They are massive. And if they don't like you, they will fucking make it very well clear that they do not like you. They swim. They do not feel fear. They do not feel cold. They do not feel heat. They will charge you. They can practically climb trees. Okay, to be fair, they're only going to charge you if you are up in their face bothering them. For the most part, they are like antlered cows and just want to be left the fuck alone. <laughs> I guess I guess you're going to have they're to figure out. They're not running around charging shit. <laughs> Absolutely they are. No, that's the elk. Elk are fucking insane and you don't get a, like elk when elk are in rut, like the communities where elk like come into the town. They literally tell people, like, you have to look outside your door before you go outside because the elk will fucking try and charge you. Guys, I'm hungry. Are you? What are you having? It's 11.30, Christopher. It's almost 6 o'clock. I was going to yeah. say, it's going on 6 for him. Yeah. 
So, Gavril, all that being said, you still need to figure out how to kill it because we got to eat. Uh, they're pretty so dumb. Plan they're a mine or something. <laughs> well, okay. So the thing is, pit they're trap. actually they're pretty dumb. Pit traps work very well on moose. <laughs> She's not wrong. Pit traps, and then you know, a well placed a wooden hardened wooden spear, fire hardened wooden spear through I'll the skull. I'll spear you in a minute. I'll spear you through the skull with my penis. Yeah, go fuck my bitch. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> oh we should God. we should start wrapping up though. Chris isn't wrong. Uh, we have been live for an hour and a half. Hour and a half, yeah. All right, real right. quick, I wanted to talk a little bit about season of discovery before we got too fucking okay. far into this. Before we got too far out, say fifteen minutes, Chris. How's that sound? Sure. Okay. I'll so, I'll. Nine minutes and 50 seconds. Nine minutes and 50 seconds. I have not played Season of Discovery. LB was showing a lot of interest in it. I need a little bit of interest in it. Um, you, I think, are the only person that has actually played so far. It's only been out for, what, two days? Yeah. Three days? Yeah. How are you feeling about it so far? I'm a healer. Mm-hmm. I'm and a mage healer. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. It's... um. It's interesting to see like Wrath of the Lich King abilities in classic because mm-hmm. there's priests running around with penance and yep. uh, prayer of mending. Paladins, paladins, paladins using modern got, styling for yeah. combat and things like that. Yeah. But it's also interesting to see what could have been with like warlocks and their metamorphosis glyph or mages and their arcane time healing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's wow with a different timeline and it's interesting. So do you feel like this is what they should have done from the get-go? Because a lot of people talked about Warcraft Plus or WoW I Plus. Think, well, I think that they need to, rather than focus entirely on these type of seasons, I would like to see a WoW timeline where it's a case of everything in Classic happened but then give us something new afterwards. I think that's what they should think about. I think, and I, I think, while this is this is a stepping stone towards a WoW Plus, but I think that the better way to do it would be to just give us a new timeline. We don't go. We don't go to Burning Crusade. We don't go to Wrath of the Lich King. Give us something interesting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, Carrie brings up a very good point. Gamer attention spans are fairly short. It's hard to keep people's attention for too long. So I don't know if they could ever really do something like that, but I think that would be interesting. So give me your mechanical, your mechanical um, feel about how things are so far. So far, because like I'm a low level, I'm only level 10 on the mage. I started off as a paladin and I changed my mind. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it feels like WoW Classic. Um, I'm casting a lot of frost bolts because frost bolts they're helpful, and then fireballs <laughs> they're yeah. efficient. They're because efficient, essentially. <laughs> That's essentially it. Because frost bolts they're efficient. Um, but ice lance has been really great for tagging mobs, which is weird and wild classic. Um, uh, fingers of frost—that's a thing mm-hmm. in wild classic. That wasn't a thing before; it is now. It. Mechanically, it feels like WoW Classic with a little bit of with a little bit of extra love to the classes. 
do you think that this is a sustainable model going forward? No. This sort of iterative, transformative change. Oh, this iterative type of thing? I think yes, but I think they need to look more into oh let's like let's stick with the level sexy let's stick with the classic era uh, as a hypothetical but i think rather than oh these one or two runes maybe give us a maybe every season give us a different give us a new spec like if you're doing like a year two year seasons give us another get, when you reset like Give us another. Give us a different mage spec. Did they well, say of how just long runes. the season's going to be? Uh, well, d judging by the season of mastery, a year, two years. Well, I understand this might have a slightly more condensed time frame compared. To what I have heard, it's all scuttlebutt. This is not you know official information because I don't think they've given any official information about this yet. What I have heard is that we'll be shorter than mastery. Okay. Um, but so Christopher, but what do you think about? So the problem is that it's really hard to sit here and ask you what your opinion is because we are only in phase one. Yes. What does phase one consist of? Phase one consists of twelve runes for every class. Um, these are whether they're going to be massive changing or small passive changes to the classes. Um, as as and it also goes up to a level 25 cap. So everything that's up to level 25 that is normally available in Classic, you have access to. Um, you also have an in-game raid for 25, which is Black Fathom Deeps as a 7-boss seven, 10-man seven raid. Uh, that has I still find that crazy that that's a raid. <laughs> like, what? It has appropriately scaled loots for considering that this is supposed to be in-game content. Now, first, that's really interesting. Is it just 12 runes for every class? Every class, ha they, they've said it's 12 runes for every class. Currently, when the next bracket comes out, there'll be more runes, as well as Nomragon being the second raid. Okay. Do we know what the next bracket's going to be? Yes, it's going to go up to 40. Um, uh, again, with no more gone as the raid. Horde players who want to get there need to go through bo the Booty Bay teleport. Uh, the bracket after that is going to go up to 50, and then after that is up to 60. We don't know what raids we're getting for those ones, though. So Every bracket is going to bring... Uh, Chris, I figure 50, 50 will be Blackrock Mountain. Uh, I was thinking upper, Bla upper Blackrock Spire. Ooh, it could um, also be... Um, um, Oh, what a dire mall! Oh, Skolo, Dollar Mall, Skolo, Stratholm. The thing. Oh with, yeah, Stratholm. The thing with the the brackets is every bracket not only will get access to more talent points, but we will get new runes, runes that will change the classes. Yep. Huh. Hmm. So hmm. it's it's more like it's unlike a Diablo season where it's only going to be like a few months. It's longer than that, but yeah. Because they're doing, they're taking this like unique concept and they're doing it for several iterations or phases. Yeah, over a longer yeah. period of time. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So that that's kind of why I've been sort of interested in looking at what they're doing here, because this is a lot of very, this is a lot of very big changes. This is a lot of, you know, these are some 
monumental changes that are these are not things that were decided on the spur of a moment. This is something that's been in the works for a minute. I'm certain. Yeah. This is something that's been in the works for a minute, I'm certain. Um, perhaps since someone told us this wasn't really what we wanted, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, we were told we think we did. But we didn't. But it turns out... <laughs> guys, I think we did. Yeah. Right. Now, and, and, and now, classic is a niche. It is a niche product. It, it is, is not. For it is not for everyone. And <laughs> that person isn't here anymore. We know, and we thank every day for that. We thank. Um, oh yeah, we thank God every day for it. Um, I think that it is a niche product, and I know that Blizzard is aware of it. I like what Blizzard has done to try to. If not make it less of a niche product, but to broaden the appeal of the niche. I like the fact that they didn't go the two-year cycle with the original classic servers and then just give up on it. Yeah. I like that they're actually trying to make, continue to make it relevant and bring these new ideas, new interesting ways to play the game into it. Because this is the first time that I've thought of a classic WoW and shit, there's things I don't know. There's things I need to go and actually find out and try and, and explore for again. So what do well, you I, think I, this is like for right, a brand new player? Hold on. I'm about to rip carry a new one. Oh. RuneScape has more RuneScape has oh. more new more content than fucking WoW does. Don't give me your shit. Carrie, why'd you fucking mention RuneScape? Why? Why? Old this school a, RuneScape has more content than WoW than we. I am literally, I am literally right now playing on leagues for OSRS, and yes, it is fucking good. It is Run amazing. Away, Carrie, I will away. cut you, Carrie. <laughs> but no, what? Do you, like, is this gimmick all for people who have played WoW before, or do you think this a is for is. new people too? So, because of mechanically how it works, I think most of it is for established players. Okay. Oh, <laughs> you gonna take that, Chris? I'm so, just sit back. For anybody, can you guys can you guys do this off the show or no? no. So, for anybody <laughs> who's not watching the show live as we're doing it, Carrie, our dear friend, has uh, told Chris that uh, he hopes he enjoys being mid. <laughs> because As of the kids would say it these days. Mm -hmm. But yes, um, I think that this is this is very much a system that is there for established players because this is something that's completely transformative. There are so many functionalities and so many interdependencies that they have added in from future shit that I think it is not new player friendly, personally. Hmm. Based on what I have seen. Now, I, don't, I, I, I would agree with that. You need to have some kind of knowledge going at into the same it time, to get it figured but is, out. But the problem is, we played classic with no... <gasps> pardon me. We played classic with no knowledge. Yeah. True. So, yeah. is, is if a new player came into this right now, would they be any further or behind than we were at the same time? I argue that they would be further ahead than we are. Than we, I, 
don't. I don't know. It depends. They would be further ahead in the resources that they have, but at the same time, um, at the same time, like if you're just going with I'm playing the game, you're gonna jump in. You're gonna be told this is the rune system. I don't, and that's it. So if you're a psychopath like me that doesn't, that does not read things before they start something because he wants to see, he wants to learn organically and see how well the game actually teaches you to play. It's probably you're not fucked. a great thing. It's yeah, probably not fucked. great. But if you are a kind of person that goes like, hey, I'm going to go, I, I'm going to ask somebody that plays this game because I want to go play with my friend. I'm going to ask them what I need to do. Yeah, and you're fine at that point. You, they're going to point you out to some some wonderful resources Benji, on, Wildhead, on YouTube. Wildhead, Icy Veins. Kevin, I do not even talk enough about politics. By God, sir, you fucked up if you're going to want to talk fucking mention that this show's about politics. Holy shit. I'll get us canceled. Let's go. Fucking roll right now, motherfucker. Canceled. Um, you will get us canceled. You know I think <laughs> the thing that I was thinking about when you were talking about that was it does, it, it can maybe have an effect to level the playing field across veteran players and new players because you're playing in a whole different game mode. Mm -hmm. But, you know, obviously, if you play the game before, you'll still have a gist of what you need to do and how you need to do it. But maybe the mechanics are a little different. Yep. So Don't maybe I do not disagree. I, I, but, I think I think you're right there. I think you do. I think you make a good point. But it, but it's like what I was thinking about is, yeah, it has the potential to do that. But is the game too far off its own? But that like these changes are something that a new player wouldn't care about. I mean, this is a twenty-year-old video game. Yeah. The, Maybe, yeah. It's a case of if you're not using the resources that are available, Wowhead, Icy Veins, all that jazz, you're gonna struggle to find a lot of this stuff because it is a case of. If you don't go and explore and hit every mob and loot every mob and check every nook and cranny and find the weird things, you're not going to find any of these fucking runes. Mm -hmm. There's literally a rune from ages where you need three people to do a fire spell on a block of ice to unfreeze it and then loot the rune. And There's see, another... This, this is why I was asking, by the way, real quick, this is why I was asking about those 12 runes because <laughs> there was a lot of speculation that there may be some red herrings. Uh, that uh, I don't have my push to mute set up anymore. Oh, delightful. Um, there was a lot of red herrings and things being put into the game that maybe it's like, oh, hey, this might be a thing or this might not be. Or there might be things that are well hidden, that are more well hidden than people thought. Possible. That's entirely possible. Mm -hmm. um, as far as we know, there are 12. As far as we know. Whether that's true. We'll find out. Yep. I mean, I think it's interesting, and I like that there is a... If you can if you can avoid all of the spoilers, and you can avoid the, um, the non-constructive, uh, you know, websites that are going to be just like, this is how you do everything. I think that's interesting, being able to explore in the world and find like, oh, hey, this is kind of cool. This is interesting. 
personally, I think it's very interesting. I like finding mysteries. Oh, I, I like running over. I was running over Elwyn Forest, and there was a gazelle. That's clearly well, got to be related to something. I polymorphed there... it, and it turned into a gnome. <laughs> there you go. Well, I guess like. If the game mode is, if they're doing this seasonal game mode thing, and this is kind of the gimmick of the game mode, shouldn't those gimmicks be easier to find or easier to unlock or capture? So that's that's why I'm saying that this is probably, a lot of this is for the veteran player. Mm -hmm. Because there are so many things that are going to be in jokes and references and something that is related to something that happens in the future or something that has happened in the past. It, it's going to be I, or, or something that's completely out of left field. I have one critique. Shoot. Only one? I, no, seriously, one. And it's something that RuneScape does, Gary, that uh, WoW Classic Season of Discovery is not doing. Um, also, RuneScape does is doing its leagues right now, um, but you're you're do when you're doing stuff in leagues that you get points. Those points will eventually carry over so that you can get uh, uh, glamour items or uh, transmog items in the main game. I would love something like oh, you take part in season of discovery. You get such and such an achievement in discovery. Here you go. Here's a mountain retail. Mm, no, motherfucker. No FOMO. Ah, uh, we know you're anti FOMO. Absolutely, I'm anti fucking FOMO. Mm. How do you get I... people to stick with your game? when there's if, other games to play so so that's the problem is that you have to recognize that you're not going to keep everybody through the whole life cycle you will yeah. keep some people the whole life cycle of your patch all right but you got a lot of other people that are going to get on this is the diablo 3 problem which they figured out through the seasonal model they figured it out you're going to have a bunch of people that are going to get on for the first Four weeks that are going to fucking play the shit out of that game. Everybody's going to go nuts for it. Your first month of the season is going to be bonkers. Your second month of your three-month season. Let's say it's a three-month season. Your second month, you start seeing a lot of drop-down. And all of your casual players are gone by that point. But your players that really want to do it, they're really going to there, are there. And then on your last month, you have everybody just kind of fucking around. You got the, you got the lifers and the people that really want to play the game that are in there, that they're going to play. You need to make sure that your content, because those people at the very end that last month, they're going to play the game regardless of what you do. All right? Those people are going to play the game regardless of how the season goes, what the seasonal thing is, what they're doing. They're going to be there. Mm -hmm. Your first month, you've got all your casual players that are going to be there, that are going to be playing. You need to build your game. You need to build your season around that first and second month people. You don't need to build it around your third month people because they love the game for what it is. They are going to be there regardless. So you need to figure out how to build your game around your addicts, your casuals, sorry, not addicts, around your casual players instead of building <laughs> around your addicted players. Well, All right? I mean, to me, the, the people who are going to play through the entire time period the ones that are still there at the end should be the ones that deserve the lifetime achievement awards yeah no no maybe if you want to put some minor cosmetic item there 
Put a put a title. Put Diablo had it perfect. You had pets. You had you had banners. You Give had me all the icons. Pets. You had pets, icons, and banners were your rewards. Okay, and a uh, mm. unit frame. <laughs> that yeah, was portrait. perfect. That was perfect. All right, it had absolutely no bearing on the rest of the game, and it was something that I could easily just ignore. All right, because a lot of times, guess what? They also cycled. You'd see the same portraits, the same banners, the same pets over time. I wasn't afraid of never getting an item again. Yeah. This wasn't Warframe. This wasn't Destiny. Okay, I wasn't worried that if I didn't do something the minute it came out, I was never going to see it ever. It'll be gone for forever. Can I just explain my my reasoning for my critique? Shoot. So, I I I have a I have a I have a thing where it comes to I feel like I'm wasting XP or wasting time, and this comes from Runes. This comes from me playing RuneScape for years. I feel like I'm wasting time sometimes with like seasonal stuff that's just going to go away and there's no additional rewards and there's no nothing to show for it. Whereas like in RuneScape, I feel like I'm not wasting my time on leagues because I'm going to get shit on my main on my main for it. But I'm worried that like in a week or so, I'm going to feel like I'm wasting my time doing discovery. That's fair. Because I'm not going to get anything to show for it. I, I mean, I think the way that Call of Duty does it isn't a bad idea. If you want to pay to advance levels and get tier rewards for Battle Pass, you can do that. Or you can just grind it out if, you're gonna, if you know you're playing for longer. You know, so it's like, yeah, if you want to get the shit, pay for it or earn it through time. And you have a choice whether to use money or time. Because, like, I know I'm going to be... Because I know right now I'm not wasting time in RuneScape. I'm getting the, getting the tasks done. I'm getting the, all the points. I'm, I'm going to get all that stuff that I want on my main character when the season's over in January. But I've, I'm worried that I'm going to feel like uh, I'm, I'm wasting time. I could be doing shit on retail. I guess coming back to FOMO, I think that the the thing that I don't like is having to do something at a specific time and I have a prior obligation that prevents me from doing that, right? Like I went to Philly when there was the Halloween event for Call of Duty. I missed all of those rewards. I missed that a whole fucking event because I was away the week that they decided to do that. So it's mm -hmm. like, that sucks because... You know, even if I had the capability of doing it, you know, I wouldn't, you know, I, I, I couldn't because I had a prior obligation. Like, that type of thing sucks. Just I will the, the time getting thing. I would like to comment on what LB said. No, LB, I completely agree. Moments and memories that you're, you're making are great. Uh, literally last night, we were, there was a queue for Goldtooth and Elwyn Forest that was all the way back to the start of the mine. We literally queued for Goldtooth. It was great. <laughs> what? Just like, okay, killed it. Next. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> uh, that's kind of awesome, actually. <laughs> that was that was a super cute thing, and it's a memory that I'll have. But I would still like some kind of 
you you put your time and effort into this. Here, have this. Yeah. I I don't I don't mind there being rewards to recognize time and effort spent doing something that you feel a sense of accomplishment for. Um just as long as you're given adequate time to do that thing. What's an adequate amount of time though? Well, a hardcore like, player versus a hardcore player versus a casual adequate amount of time is a very different concept. Yep. I mean, then there's different different strokes for different folks. Uh, I was just talking oh, to. I, I I I know what you're getting at. Yeah, I mean, it's like I don't know if there needs to be like right now they're doing it in Call of Duty too, right? They're doing the yeah, black site black site rewards or black what is it called the the black cell black cell rewards. And it's like, hey, if you want to spend extra money, you can get these extra rewards. I don't touch it. I don't have to touch it. Guys, can I go get food? Yeah. We're just about done here. Yeah, take take off, Chris. I'm hungry, too. (laughs) All right. We'll go ahead and end the conversation. This will be my final thought, though. But but what I'm saying is, like, if, yeah, like, there's, there's cars and there's clothes and there's shoes that I look at. And I'm like, wow, I would like those things. but. It's out of my price range. It's the same thing with video games. You know, there's there's rewards and there's shit like, you know, hardcore. Uh, like, what's the mythic rewards that you get for doing like mythic raids? And like, wow, yeah, those things are cool. But I'm never going to get it, and I never strive to get it, even though I could probably try to put in the time, and maybe I'm good enough to get those things. But I just don't worry about it. And it's the same thing with video games. There's things that, you know they can put things in there for hardcore players and they can put things in there for people who want to spend money, but I don't need to worry about it. Yeah. I, I have a longing for some of those things, but at the end of the day, my, my time or my money is more important to me than, than those things. So it's like, okay, fine. There might be someone who wants to spend the money on that. They just released $300 Pokemon sweaters. That shit ain't for me. You know, someone else is going to buy it, maybe. But like, I, you know, I don't just because it's there and I'm missing out on it doesn't mean I need to care or worry about it or or waste sleep or time thinking about it. So that's my piece. One second. Uh, Gav's <laughs> ripping people's new ones. And, oh, no, uh, no, no, no. Cat- yeah. Um, yes. Um, uh, Neff, do you have a final thought? Um, okay. My, my final thought is that my inner gremlin is very sad that they fucked with my DMZ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, DMZ is basically completely dead in the water. There will no longer be any progression done for anything. I, so I you don't even logged... get battle pass progression. I know. I haven't logged into Warzone in weeks. Yep. Me either. Yeah, no, they completely ripped all progression systems away from Modern Warfare from DMZ. So uh, everything is now Modern Warfare 3. If it is not a part of Modern Warfare 3, it is not progressing or integrating anything. Yep. Uh, There will be no new changes, no new guns, no new items, no new perks, no new anything appearing in DMZ mode. And I'm sorry, but DMZ was the most fucking fun. Like, that was fucking awesome. I love the fuck out of that. Fun detected, you can't have fun. Exactly. Christopher, <laughs> final thoughts. Um, I, I love seasonal content. I do it all the time. I, it's, 
it's 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 the buzz and the dopamine that comes with new shiny things. I know some people. I know people don't like FOMO. I'm not a big fan of FOMO, but I would like some kind of a reward for putting your time and effort into something that's seasonal. Okay. Fair. Um, I... My final thought here is that... Hmm... That he has no final thoughts. <laughs> no, I'm trying to decide. No, I'm trying to say. I'm like, mm, I'm not going to be political. I'm not going to say anything political here. Um, I'm not going to say anything political here. Um, I think that Skinner boxes are a terrible thing that has become an integral core part of modern game design, and that is a fucking shame. Um. So sure. that yeah. Uh, it's an absolute fucking shame because it is reduced games. It is gamified gaming to the point that it is all just about getting that next hit of serotonin and dopamine, not about an engaging, interesting thing. I mean, I have ADHD. All I do is chase dopamine. Yep. Uh, but that is going to be our show for this week, folks. To chat with us during the week, you can talk to us on our Discord server. It's uh, on our website, which is um, coasttocoasteu.com. It also has links to the show notes and a bunch of other stuff from this episode. Um, send emails to feedback coasttocoasteu.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, join us live on work. join us Sorry. live every other Saturday. We record and stream the show on twitch.tv slash ctceu. Shoot a review on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, whatever it is that you know drills trepans your head and pours the sound directly into your brain. Um, say, say Skinner Box, boys and girls. Skinner box. Skinner box. Skinner box. God damn it. <laughs>